This is your wake-up call. Good morning, Angela Yee, and it's Monday! We've been on vacation for like a whole week. Yeah, we've been on vacation for a week. We back today, back to the work week. Is Charlemagne coming today? Uh, he should be coming in. Okay, just You know, check he think it. he starts at 6.05, so he'll be here in the next, uh, I'm sure, two minutes or so. How was your vacay? Um, it feels, it was really, really good. I went to, I took my mom to Bermuda, mm-hmm. which she absolutely loved. It was, my mom's never been on like a for real vacation. She works seven days a week. Right. And so she doesn't know how to react on vacation. Like she thinks we're supposed to be doing something every moment. I'm like, just relax. Okay. She's like, what are we doing now? What are we doing now? But thanks to everybody in Bermuda who took great care of us. I took my mom and my best friend from high school took her mom and her aunt. So it was kind of like a... a a girl's trip, but with our moms. That's pretty cool. Aunt. Yeah, we had a good time. We actually did a boat for the day. And uh, thank you to Zane, who set that up. He's the minister of tourism on the island. Um, and they really, really, I think that was the highlight for them, just being on a boat in Bermuda. And it was the only day that it rained, but we still had fun. Okay. All right. I was out in Jamaica. I took the family out to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. I went out to Ocho Rios, Montego Bay. I had a great time. I stayed at this place called a Moon Palace, who oh, yeah. had a lot of activities for kids. I had a great time. The kids had a great time. And then after that, <clears throat> I had to fly over to New Orleans for Essence. So we were in the, uh, all weekend at Essence, man. Shout out to Larry Morrow. I did so much, like, I just got back a couple of hours ago. It's a lot of activity. So today is my nap day. Today after work, that's when I sleep, turn my phone off, and just recharge. I had a lot of fun, though. Yeah, it was Essence Festival. I was out there also, and I did a bowling party out there that was amazing. So Mike Kaiser, me, and Larry Murrow did our first ever bowling party on the road, because I do these bowling parties every now and then. Right. So we took it to New Orleans, and it was an amazing time. We had fun. We had a good... I mean, it, I can't... What can I say? Yeah, if you ever get the opportunity, Essence uh, in New Orleans is a great time. And, and it was we'll, the 25th anniversary. A lot of parties, a lot of things going a on. A lot of concerts. That's really what it's supposed to be for, but the concerts, convention center. the convention center. They talk about so much. We did a, a financial literacy, uh, a guest conversation, talking about different streams of income. With it was Revolt just, yeah, and with AT&T. Revolt. Yeah, so we just had a great time. It's, it's so good seeing so many people that look like you just having a good time. They're for a good cause and... I love this. So shout out to everybody that went out to uh, Essence. In I made New it over to the the actual concert too. Oh, did you? Who did you yeah, see? Yeah, I saw Nas performing. It was a night Mary J. Blige performed. Dope. Um, in addition, Michelle Obama had a talk with Gail King, which uh-huh. was really nice for the 25th anniversary. That's when I had to leave because I had to go host a, an event. Oh, so okay. unfortunately, it's too much going on. It's a lot going they on. They need to do that for like two weeks. Yeah, and it's hot. It be New Orleans is hot, <laughs> hot, hot. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Let's start off talking about our Brooklyn Nets. There you go. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. There you go. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Um, My name is Jamila. Hey, Jamila. It's your birthday today? 
Yes. Happy birthday, Jamila. Cancer Gang, what's happening? Thank you. Hey, yes, Cancer Gang, Charlamagne. What's up, y'all? It's Happy a bad birthday. bitch birthday. Jesus Christ. Oh, you still hey, calling women bitches in 2019? <laughs> it's a song. Dude. Jesus. Well, happy birthday. Yeah, what you doing and, for your um, birthday, mama? I'm going out with a um a friend of mine. That's it. <laughs> Is he a boyfriend? Well, he's a friend. He's a friend. <laughs> he's a friend that's a boy, not yet. Yeah. Well, after, yeah the, that. after the night when he doesn't pay for nothing, I'm, I don't think you're going to want to take it any further. You know what? He's going to pay, all right? Cause I'm he's sure a gentleman. he is. Unlike you, Charlemagne. Uh, mm-hmm. I trick heavy. <laughs> all right? Okay. That's new. Uh, it's not, actually. My wife, I've been tricking on my wife for 22 years. <laughs> well, you have a good one, Mom. Enjoy your birthday. All right. Thank you. Bye. All righty. Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Chandler from Columbus, Ohio. How y'all doing this Hey, morning? Chandelier. What's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Uh, just wanted to tell you, especially you, NBA, you New York Knicks fans need to just give it up. Cause it's it's, it's, it's sad. That's what I said. It's sad. I, I can't take it no more, I've, man. I've been trying to tell them this for years. They're so damn delusional. And I tell you, one day in the future, it's going to be a guy that looks and says, the Knicks had all of these great players because of all the Photoshop memes they make of people they want in Knicks jerseys. They had all these great players, and they never won anything. Exactly. And all you Brooklyn Nets fans, uh, Angela, you, y'all need to be quiet. Because Why would we be quiet? Be good this year because y'all gonna get bounced in the first round. Because That's a fact. Durant will not be playing the whole year, so y'all guys. People also didn't think we would make it as far as we did this last season. No, listen, the, the, I, I, the Nets might not make the finals. I mean, might not make the playoffs in the East next year. And we might and, make it. And when, yeah, and, when, and, when <laughs> and when Kevin Durant comes back, I don't think Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are gonna play well together because they both are such isolation basketball players. Like one of them is gonna have to change their game tremendously to make that work. And I, I guess think we'll it see. It's a lot like, of speculation. Yeah, I think I think they'll be all right. All right. Yeah. Have a good one. I know those games are going to be lit, though. Exactly. It's going to definitely put a lot of people in the stands. It's a great, great move on that, that move, on that part. Hello, who's this? Um, Ambria. Ambria, get it off your chest. I am so thankful. Um, my little sister just received her second heart transplant. She's 15 years old. She had her first one when she was seven. So I just wanted to send some words of encouragement to everybody to just stay strong in your faith and be kind to other people because you never know what they're going through and a big shout out to my mom because she is so strong right now okay well we wish you the best thank you have a good one all right you too thank you get it off your chest 800-585-1051 if you need to vent hit us up now it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club wake up wake up wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Dre. Dre, get it off your chest. Hey, hey, DJ, you and your family look so good. Vacation, I was just I was just looking at your pictures or whatever, right? Thank you. And, um, and like, I was looking at the um, one picture you and your daughter were standing there, and your little daughter had on this little bathing suit. Oh, Lord. It's called a bikini. And I was just saying, like, yeah, it was just small, though. That's all I was saying. And, like, my niece, like, if I got nieces, and, like, they were the ones that, like, like I got half a shirt and it covers a little more. And it's, like, dudes out here that don't really think the way they supposed to be thinking. I'm not I'm not concerned like, with what, what dudes are thinking out there. I'm down, I'm out on vacation with my she's daughter. She's a little baby. She's two years old and she wear a bikini. Yeah, if a guy is sexually attracted to a three-year-old girl, it don't matter what she's wearing. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's not like, my, I'm, I'm enjoying my time with my family. I and I think you're a little crazy. If, if you're looking at a picture and that's all you see, you might be one of them, bro. No, no. Oh, no. Hell no. I got nieces and a son. But what I'm saying is, it's just like, 
just, it's just like the older, the older daughter. She had on a nice tasteful one piece that was very fashionable. But then you, if you, can't, the next, you can't tell other people how to. First of all, you can't tell. On. It's called a bikini, sir. That's what people wear when they go to the beach. That's what they wear. They go on vacation. She's two year old, and if you were looking at my daughter like that, you might be a little sick too. No, but, th- but thank no, you, though. I wasn't. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Jessica from Champaign, Illinois. Hey, Jessica, today's your birthday. Yeah. A lot of birthdays today. Birthday. Cancer Happy gang, birthday. cancer gang, cancer gang. Gang, gang, gang. <laughs> Thank you. I turned 27. Well, happy birthday, right, that's Mama. A nice, that's a nice age. To your young ass. <laughs> no, um, but I called during um, Black Men Cheat Day, too, but. Black Men Cheat? I'm it was Black Men, yeah. don't, black men don't Cheat. My love. Yeah, but yeah, don't play a black man, don't cheat. I, I, <laughs> you sound I, like you don't believe you, it. You have a lack of confidence in your voice. <laughs> Definitely. You hung up on me that day. I didn't. I don't answer the phones. Mm-hmm. That was envy. Yeah, I'm done with that white man now. Whoa, oh, <laughs> what white man? What white man? <laughs> you said I should stop messing with that white man. I said I'm done messing with that white man because black men don't cheat. Oh, hey. you, oh, you messing with a white man? He cheated on you. See that? See that? Yeah, he was cheating. See, look how we bringing black families back together. You know what I'm saying? You stupid. Stopping man. interracial relationships, one good black man don't cheat phrase at a time. Chad, <laughs> get it off your chest, Chad. Oh, man, I'm a Clippers fan, man. This is the best time of my life. Uh, I bet it is. Yep, uh, 2020 NBA champions. I'm calling it now. Yes, and I'm just coming back from L.A. I just went to a family reunion in L.A., went to the earthquake, and then I found out Kawhi came, man. This is the best time. I'm going back to Arizona right now. Not just Kawhi, Paul George. And 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 that's that's yeah. and, and that's a team that won 48 games last year in the Western Conference. AFC pushed the Golden State Warriors to seven games in the first round. They kept the core of that team together. Lou Williams. They're gonna be they're gonna be a problem. Problem. A problem. Problem. We hey, Clip City, Ship City. That's all I gotta say. I I I I, I, I see it happening for you. Well, congratulations, brother. Yeah, you might as well tell y'all congratulations early. Like the Clippers, I cannot see anything but the Clippers being the 2020 NBA champion. Yes, I've always been a fan since we were sorry. So I'm happy. The bad part about that is nobody's going to believe you now. But, you know, it is what it is. Have a good one, though. Hey, I, I know. You too. Hey, I love the show. All righty. My, my Knicks will get a, a squad one day. Yeah, one day when you're dead and gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got to stay a, a fan of your team, Amber. You can't jump No, I can't. No, ships. they've been breaking my heart since I was 15 years old. They got to get rid of James they Dolan. They do dumb moves, man. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't live with that. They got to get rid of James Dolan. Who wants to come play for an owner? Who wants to come play for an owner that kicked a veteran NBA player out of their arena? Had him dragged out. Like nobody's coming to play for the New York Knicks. Not only that, they had an opportunity to pick up Durant. They said no. They didn't want to offer him because they didn't know what his leg was going to be. Durant wasn't ever thinking about going to New York. You don't know that. Just like LeBron was never thinking about going to New York. (laughs) Just like Anthony Davis was never thinking about going to New York. None of these. The only people who ever say these people are coming to New York are people in New York. So what? Jesus Christ. All right. Well, Russell Westbrook is coming. That's what I heard. Yeah, if they trade for him, they drag him here kicking and screaming. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Yeah, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about the Little Mermaid, the live-action Little Mermaid that's coming, and how dare people be upset about this. We'll tell you what it is. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Raphael Sadiq. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. 
Breakfast Club. So listen up. So, Raphael Sadiq was on The Breakfast Club. Raphael Sadiq from Tony, 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 legendary. Mm -hmm. And he said some things about uh, Amir Khalil, who is the current lead singer of Tony, Tony, Tony. You don't ever feel bad for the other Tonys, though? Because they can't, you can't go perform the real those records. not Tonys, but go ahead. They can't. Well, they tour. They've been touring for, the, the band's been going strong since 90, I left in 97. Right, mm -hmm. they still go on the road. They've been touring for, the, the the lead singer that was in the group was in there longer than I was. But anyway, no. Don't nobody remember his voice. No disrespect to him. But people don't, they don't, that signature voice with Tony, Tony, Tony belongs to you. Oh, yeah, he was a nobody, for sure. Oh, Damn my it, God. Man. But Damn clearly, Amar Khalil heard that, and he posted, so this is what your childhood friend thinks and feels about you, who used to wear your clothes to school and hung out at your grandmother's house eating toasted peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Thanks for showing your true colors and self. Charlie Ray, a.k.a. Raphael Sadiq. Hashtag class act less. Hashtag breakfast club. Well, I have to say, I had no idea Tony, Tony, Tony had another lead singer, though. I never knew who the Amir person was. Amar. I know, uh, see, exactly. I knew the, I know the other to, to, two Tonys. But it's not like he threw he them under the bus. Names. But he's not a nobody. I, I'm not saying he's a nobody. Uh, I'm just saying I didn't know he had another lead singer. I don't think anybody did. Like, right. Well, no. they've been going and doing shows, though. And Raphael Sadiq's not with them, so you have to assume somebody else is doing... I thought it was the other two times. I just thought it was two of them. <laughs> I I, honestly. I had no idea. I honestly didn't All right, Tierra Marie got into some more issues. They're saying that she could be facing a felony charge For in that cream. New York DWI <laughs> case. <laughs> and it's all because she had a previous DWI. So now they're saying that they might upgrade her charge from a misdemeanor to a felony because in 2011, she was convicted of DWI in L.A. Why do they call it a DWI? DWI. Driving while under D the influence. W driving while. Okay, while. All right, got you. She's never going to put 50 back there. Driving while intoxicated or whatever. Yeah, I thought it was DUI. Yeah, there's a D. That's there's driving DUI under influence. Yeah. And then it's DWUI. Driving. It's DWI, DUI. Man, mm -hmm. I care about all these damn letters. <laughs> all right, now let's talk about Little Mermaid. Congratulations to the beautiful Hallie from Chloe and Hallie. She has star. She's getting the starring role of Ariel. So congratulations to her. But I couldn't believe that there was backlash from this, of course. Right? Really? I was, I was surprised. There was all kinds of backlash because they had a whole Facebook group called Make Ariel White Again. Are you tired of people wow. washing out the great traditions of white princesses for people of color? Do you feel that they should keep everything the way that it is? Then join us. We are here to make Ariel white again. Can you believe that? I mean, I didn't know people cared about Ariel being white. I mean, she's a it's not even a real person. It's a mermaid. Yeah, she's a mermaid. I didn't think that they cared about her being white. Now, if it was the Black Panther or something in the future, and they was like, you know what, we're going to have a white guy play T'Challa, I can see people being upset. And Hallie is so amazing. I'm really happy for her, but it's a shame that you can get such an accomplishment and have people try to tear mm -mm -mm. you down. I wonder if people got upset when um, uh, Cheddar the Entertainer played, uh, who's the guy from The Honeymooners? Remember The Honeymooners? Ralph Crampton. Ralph Crampton. Did people get mad about that? I'm sure. Back then? I don't, I, don't think, I don't think it did that well. I don't think... I'm just saying, but just the fact I'm that... I'm sure people got... If, if people got mad about this, they get mad about anything. Remember, Idris Elba was going to be uh, 007. They got mad about that. I don't get me wrong. It's some people you should be mad at when they change them up racially, but I don't know if Ariel from The Little Mermaid is one of them, but I don't have an emotional connection. It's not like that's so. a real person, and it shouldn't matter. All right, now, Freeform... Uh, made a whole statement. Yes, the original author of The Little Mermaid was Danish. Ariel is a mermaid. She lives in an underwater kingdom in international waters and even and can legit swim wherever she wants. But for the sake of argument, let's just say that Ariel too is Danish. Danish mermaids can be black because Danish people can be black. So they now, did who the hell knew time. Ariel was Danish? Now see, y'all making too much of this. Okay, like, who, who knew that? What is Danish? <laughs> Seriously. What is Danish? I don't even know what a Danish person it's a, it's is. It's Dutch. Huh? He said it's Dutch. 
Man, what? I don't know. I don't know either. So why great, are you talking? It's a great morning. We don't uh, know. Mics. I don't know I don't what know. Danishes are. I love Danishes. Salute to uh, all the Danish people out there. That's a make a great Danish. But I don't, I don't even know. care. Like Ariel is a mermaid. It's fiction. Like, exactly. That's the whole thing. All right. So and they so also from Denmark. They said. And while all that happened, by the way, they did also put out the Mulan official teaser for that. What is Mulan? <laughs> you got daughters. You don't know what this stuff is? What is Milan? It's another Disney movie. It's a Disney movie. Oh, okay. It's another remake, yeah. It's um I think she pretended to be a boy, right, to save her father. I never watched that one. Sorry. My daughters have. I have. I don't know nothing about Milan. <laughs> I know Cameron Boyce died though. Rest in peace to Cameron Boyce. Yeah, we were just talking about that. We mm-hmm. have a whole Okay. So now Stevie Wonder, he is going to take a break. He's not going to perform for a little while because he's getting a kidney transplant this fall and he made that announcement while he was performing uh in London. I'm going to have surgery. Going to have a kidney transplant in September of this year. I have a donor. It's all good. Okay. Well, salute to Stevie Wonder. Absolutely. I want somebody to be in the room with Stevie when that happens. Make sure they put the right organ in them. The, the doctor, perhaps, right? All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Front page news, what are we talking about? Uh, we're going to talk about Donald Trump. He says that those immigration raids are coming fairly soon, and we'll tell you what else he had to say about uh, what's going on at these detention centers? All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, congratulations to the Brooklyn Nets. They got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Congratulations to them. Yeah, it's so, amazing. Congratulations to the Rock Nation. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, listen, great move for promotion and marketing. Uh, Nets will sell a lot of tickets, sell a lot of merchandise, but I don't know how it's going to work on the court. Like, like one of them is going to have to drastically change their game up because they both love playing isolation basketball and they both need the ball in their hand a lot in order for them to be successful. Like, but they got some time to figure it out because, you know, Durant's out this season, so they got some time to work actually not out. giving them time. Yeah, they can talk about it. They can see how each other, They'll get into it. I, I'm sure they'll be fine. Kyrie is going to have to learn to, to really be a point guard and dish the ball. Not to mention two players who can't stand the media, run to the media capital of the world. Brooklyn Nets, they're going to have to get a lot tougher skin to play in New York City. Kevin Durant creates burner accounts to post positive things about himself on social media sites, right? Like a lot it's going to have to change for them guys to work. That'd be all right. And congratulations to the Clippers. They pick up Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. 2020 NBA champions. Mm-hmm. Calling it now. Because not only did they add Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, you're adding that to a team that won 48 games last year in the in the Western Conference. Like, they're going to be incredible. And, of course, the Lakers have uh, LeBron James, AD, and Cousins. So what else are we talking about, Ye? Well, Donald Trump is saying that there's going to be some more mass deportation roundups, and they're going to start fairly soon. He said, I don't call them raids. We're removing people, all of these people who have come in over the years illegally. Now, that's interesting because he has his own issues with undocumented workers. They were fired from his golf clubs. There was about two dozen undocumented immigrants fired. And they're actually asking him to help them stay in the United States. Now, these former employees, some of them had worked at his properties for more than a decade, won a meeting so they could make their case. They said, we are modest people who represent the dreams of the 11 million undocumented men, women, and children who live and work in this country. We love America and want to talk to you about helping to give us a chance to become legal. 
In addition, uh, they've been doing a lot of visits to these detention centers. And one woman who actually survived the Holocaust said that it is like the Holocaust. It, it is like what happened during the Holocaust. She said, I feel because I've been in a concentration camp, I do understand that this is beyond human behavior. It's because I know from my own experience what it means. It means you're not allowed to think and you're always under the thumb of authorities, the ones in power. And they said that people were drinking out of the toilets. It's mm -mm -mm. unsafe conditions. It's uh, no hygiene. It's terrible. So Donald Trump is saying that's fake news. New York Times story is a hoax. We told them that the detention centers are really full. And they've got to change the loopholes and they have to change the asylum. They have to change the immigration laws. We can do it quickly. But we have no votes to do it because the Democrats won't vote. We need some of their votes. There's a plane behind him, clearly. But he's saying it's a Democrat's fault because um, they're not doing anything to change the laws. No need to explain. I couldn't really hear him, and I'm actually happy about that. All right, now Kamala Harris is proposing a $100 billion plan, and that's for black home ownership. Okay. What she wants to do is provide down payments and closing cost assistance of up to $25,000, and that will help people renting or living in historically redlined communities, and that's going to help about 4 million home buyers. Hey, that's man, great. Dropping a clues bomb for Senator Kamala Harris, damn it. That's wonderful. She was at the Essence Festival in New Orleans, and she said a typical black family has just $10 of wealth for every $100 held by a white family, so we must write that wrong. And after generations of discrimination, give black families a real shot at home ownership. Listen, there is no perfect candidate, but if there is one candidate who I think really cares about the issues uh, that are affecting people of color, I think it's Senator Harris. It's just my personal opinion. All right, and Starbucks has apologized after six officers say they were asked to leave a store in Arizona. Yeah, why, why, why were they kicked out? They said they kicked them out, out, of, out of Starbucks. Why? Well, they asked them to move out of a customer's line of sight or to leave because the customer was uncomfortable. That's funny. Yes, they said a customer did not feel safe because of their presence. So they Ooh. said, can you... It's Starbucks. Who, whose presence, though? Who? The police. Oh. The customers okay. there said the police making them nervous. Can you ask them to leave? And they asked the cops <laughs> to leave. That's crazy. That, that's right. Dope. So Starbucks has apologized after these six officers say they were asked to leave a store. They tried to do this whole dump Starbucks campaign. I know you guys saw that trending. That's kind of wild because what if somebody would have ran up in that Starbucks immediately and robbed it right then and there? I bet you want the police to come back ASAP. Cops would have been like, hey, I'm He's out there sipping their little green tea. <laughs> we're not invited like, in. Oh, sorry. No, no can't make it in there. Nope. Sorry. So they, that's crazy. Yes, the police department said several of those officers asked to leave are veterans who fought for this country zero respect. So, so you could do that in Starbucks if somebody is, is bothering you or, or you don't or you feel uncomfortable, you could just tell Starbucks and they ask them to leave. Uh, I mean, it happened, and it, and to be That's clear, crazy. they didn't say to leave. They said, could you move out of the line of sight of the customer or leave? And the officers decided chose to leave. If I was one of the officers, I'd have made a little joke like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get out of the line," and but you're in the line of fire right now, buddy. You know, disrespecting me. Sheesh. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, all right, let's uh, open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. There's a concert going down, I believe, in Atlanta, right? No, it's in Detroit. Now, what's going on with this concert? It's the Afro Future Fest. It's a Detroit festival. And what they're doing is, or what they tried to do was, and it's, it's festival is happening August 3rd, is they did a early bird ticket price for people of color. It's $10 for people of color. Everybody else has to pay $20. <laughs> so wait, so they're charging white people and everybody $20. Mm -hmm. But if you're black, it's $10? People of color, yes. That's black people. Yeah. No, 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 be, not, no not necessarily. I don't like okay. when people say people of color. Is mm -hmm. it, it, be, be, uh, well, it's called the $10, $10 for POC. Pacific. $10 POC <laughs> for people of color. So now, how, how do you know? Like, because if you call and, and buy tickets on Ticketmaster, like, how do you know? You got no, this Tyrone. <laughs> First of all, how do you call $10. on Ticketmaster? 
Shut up, Envy. You can Monday. call Ticketmaster. You can call Ticketmaster. Yes. You said call. I thought Ticketmaster is a website. It's a website. Oh, well, you can call as well. Oh, well, Eventbrite okay. uh, is threatening to pull the festival from its site because of this. I don't see the problem. Now, one artist who was performing, Tiny Jag, she's a rapper based in Detroit. She actually pulled out of the festival who because of that. Who is Tiny Jag? She's a Detroit-based rapper. You know what? And she said, I was immediately enraged just because I am biracial. I have family uh-huh. members that would have, under those <laughs> circumstances, been subjected to something that I would not ever want uh, them to be But then on in. the other side, you would have black people in your family that would be getting a discount, Tiny. What's wrong? Come on Especially now. Especially not because of anything that I have going on. She said, a lot of the songs that I perform are from my first project called Polly. That's my grandmother's name. How do you want me to come to a performance and perform these songs off a mixtape that is titled after this white woman that you would have charged double to to get in here. All right, Tiny, since you choosing sides, all black people need to stop, need to pull out of buying her music then. All right, let's... You shouldn't let's, be choosing sides. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Is it right to charge white people $20? I don't see the problem. And black people $10? It's a colored discount. Now, let's think about it. I was thinking about this, right? If y'all have the concert in our hood, in my hood, let's say it's in our hood, right? And you bring all these artists, they should be charging... The black people less money, the locals less money, right? Because it's in our it's in our neighborhood, right? Listen, right? The, the, Am I right? Listen, here's but the what thing. if you're a white person and you live in a neighborhood? Listen, you're well, right. You're right. You, I, didn't you're think about, wa- I didn't think this all the way through. You're a waste of good, <laughs> you're a waste of good white skin if you white and you living in the hood. All right. First of all, the racial wage gap in America is disgusting. Blacks make significantly less than white people on average. So yes, charge the black people less and let the white people pay regular prices. What about think- some white people ain't got it though? Some white people broke. Once again, if you're broke and you're white, you're a waste of good white skin. <laughs> it's not our problem. All right? It's not our problem. <laughs> what, this world was designed for you. All right? You have no reason to be broke. All right. 800-585-1051. Is it right to charge white people $20 and black people 10 I think it's incredible. And I want to drop <laughs> one of Clues bombs to those concert promoters for looking out for the less fortunate, the poor and, dis- poor and disenfranchised. Like I said, the racial wage gap in America is disgusting. Blacks make significantly less than whites. Thank you for helping to ease the economic stress of some of these black brothers All right. and sisters. Let's talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about this concert in Detroit. Afro Future Fest. Let's talk about the concert and what they charge. So it's a small you. event that was organized by a local art and social collective, and it's called Afro Future Youth, the collective that put it together. They say that for people of color, they get an early bird price of $10. Everybody else has to pay $20. Yeah, so we're asking 800-585-1051. Is this right? Yes, it's okay. It's perfectly <laughs> why, fine. Why, why you say right? it's okay? Listen, the racial wage gap in America is disgusting. Blacks make significantly less than white people on average. So yes, charge the black people less and let the white people pay regular price. I think the organizers of this concert should be applauded for this idea. And I think it's racist to be mad that black people are getting a discount. Look, you know I believe in black privilege. Not only is it an honor and a privilege to be black, but when systemically we can give our people some economic relief, I'm all for it. Why would I be against that? You know uh, what I was thinking about? You know how sometimes when you go to clubs, right, they charge different prices for drinks depending on what night it is. If it's a night in a club that's a predominantly white night, they charge less. And then for black people, they really? charge more. I didn't know for that. For the same drinks on different nights at yeah, the same Yeah, I didn't know club. that either. I didn't know that. Yeah. See, I was thinking like this. I was thinking two things. One, how much they going to charge me? If I walk up right there, they might not know if I'm black or white. <laughs> they think I'm Latino. Did they charge me 15 that's one question. And second well, question. Well, people of color, so you would still get the $10 okay. discount, too. People of color, then, not just black people. You talk to all these big acts, whether it's Wu-Tang, or if you look at Hov, or you look at Chance the Rapper, Kanye West, 
You go to any of these venues and you see them perform, it's mostly white people. Why? Because they say black people can't afford the ticket prices. Correct? That's a fact. That's why I don't see the problem. It's a reason white people have always been the biggest consumers of hip-hop, and that's because they can afford to be. So, yes, make it more affordable for the descendants of the people who created this culture. And America always wants to play the equality card when it affects the privilege. But when it affects the poor and disenfranchised, nobody cares about equality. It's called Afro Future Fest. Afro. So when they have a mullet Future Fest, you give the white people a discount. But for Afro Future Fest, the black people give the discount. I don't see the problem here. What is this word talking about? What are we uh, discussing? This all right, well, let's go to the phone lines. We got Shelby on the line. Shelby, what's up, bro? I'm all right, man. How y'all today? We doing good. Shelby, you're black, right? You know I am. Well, we charge <laughs> you $10, brother. All right, I pay it. I pay it. I pay it. I get all my family members in. But I ain't going to lie to you. It's an unfair practice. No, it's not. I mean, I ain't. Well, why do you say that, Shelby? Man, stop it. Come on, bro. What did I just say? Come I just on, said bro. America always wants. I just said America always wants to play the equality card when it affects the privileged, but well, when it affects the poor, nobody cares about equality. I would love to hear what Shelby's That's thoughts are. Point. So why That's why do you point. say that? That's the point. We don't care about them if they don't want it. It should be. See, that's the key word. It should be equal, but it ain't. So I'll take advantage of it, but it should be. Equal. Oh, so you for it? Hey, I just say it should be equal. That's all. No, no, no. No, he should be equal. He's not, he's not for it. So you don't, you're not for it. You're not for black people getting a discount. No, no, I am. Like I said, if I was in Detroit and I heard about it, I would make sure that I take advantage of it because it's for me. But I would stand up if asked the question, should it be equal? Yes, it should be equal. See, see, I, I got mixed emotions. Like even when, you know, when they take over our neighborhoods, right? And then they allow us allow us to live in back in the neighborhood. They rent, they they stabilize the rent for us, right? Which is a lower rent than white people most of the Man, time. Man, right? tell white people right? welcome to our world. All right, this is how we feel all the time. Should it but, be should it be equality in America? Yes. Is it? No. But well, it on right, their though. on their event page, they said equality means treating everyone the same. Equity is ensuring everyone has what they need to be successful. So they want to make sure that people still people get this access that they normally don't get. D. Yes, good morning. Hey, good morning, Dee. We're talking about this concert. You think it's right? Absolutely not. I think it's disgusting. What are you, Dee? Black, white, biracial? What? Black. I'm white. Oh, okay. My husband's black. My child's biracial. So, so your you, you would pay get a 20, discount. he pays 10. <laughs> your, dad, your child would get a discount, and you would have to pay 20. What's the problem no, here, I mean, Dee? honestly, a smart white person would just uh, have a black friend buy the ticket. All right, then. What's that going to say? What's he going to say? Ticket only? Let your husband buy Let's the tickets. Be honest, it's reverse racism. No, it's That's not. It no, it's Why not. Is, come on now. When do when does it say white person gets a discount and black person doesn't? Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> All throughout America it says it. Life. It's been saying it without saying it since the beginning of time. Okay? I, I'm not going to disagree with you. I mean, I'm not a black person. I cannot say what you've gone through in life. All I'm saying... I just... All I'm saying I, is I, I don't see color, and that's just me. Listen, so, all I'm saying is didn't. it's okay. just a reason white people have always been the biggest consumers of hip hop, and that's because they can afford it. So yes, make it more affordable for the descendants of the people who created this culture. Like we know that there's a racial wage gap in America. Now, if you have black and half white, how much do you pay? I mean, you're a person of color. It depends how you present. Like if you present as a black person, like I, I be- all right, you logic. Because Logic's half black, half white. Charge Logic $100. See, I ain't messing with you. I Give think him he identifies We're talking about this concert in Detroit where they're charging white people $20 and people of color 10 Is that foul? Is that fair? Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about this concert in Detroit. You want to fill people in, Yee? Yes, this concert is coming up August 3rd. It's the Afro Future Fest. And they are giving different ticket prices based on your skin color. For people of color, the early bird ticket price is $10. Everybody else has to pay 20 at that point. And then eventually the prices rise up to $20 for people of color and $40. For non-people, I think it's, I think they should do this a lot. I think that the, the, like the racial wage gap in America is so crazy that they should charge black women less. They should charge women less. They should charge black people less. They should charge everybody who is affected negatively by the racial wage gap less, and charge the people who aren't affected affected regular price. Hello, who's this? How you doing, man? It's Mello from um, Long Island. Mello, what's up, man? We're talking about this concert. You think it's fair? Of course it's fair. Didn't you just say the statistic about Kamala Harris is like ten dollars a wealth for the black family compared to one hundred dollars a wealth yep. for the white family? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and on top of that, didn't J. Cole once say Don for a dub? The white boys don't know no better. Forget it. Who cares? Now let's be clear, J. Cole's biracial, so we don't know how he would feel about this. Is he right? biracial? Yes, yes, he's biracial. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know J. Cole was. Hello, who's this? Dennis from New Jersey. Dennis. Dennis. Hey, what do you think about How this concert? How much are you paying? I can't tell by your voice. <laughs> I honestly think, and that's just my opinion, I think everybody should be just charged $7. Somebody should $7 be what? That's cheaper option, than everything. Because of the fact, even if you're green. Even if you what? Even if you're green. If you're, or if you're green. Any color, it doesn't matter. I'm, no. I mean, that, of course, that's a joke, but... But $7 Listen, is not an option. $7 See, is cheaper than everything. They already said $10. Seven is God's number, so I'm fine with that. But okay, so if the 10 is minimum, 11 is fine too. That's uh, whichever. Why are we so always... Everybody is charged the same thing. Okay. Why are we... On the other hand, if it's a concert for Aiken or A Boogie, I probably would most definitely pay more. Who is Aiken? <laughs> and why is he Aiken? Is he hurt? Is he somebody Should we Acon, get him a doctor? Aiken. You said somebody's Aiken. Yeah. What do they need? They need something, some, some, some aspirin or something? <laughs> okay. <There you> go. <laughs> Have a good one, man. Say about that joke. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is Kintara. Hey, Kintara. We're talking about charging white people 20 and people of color 10. What do you think? First of all, I cannot believe I got through. Oh, my God. Hello, DJ Envy. And good morning. Lee hey, boo. Main. I love you all. We love you back. Thank you, baby. Um, love you, too. <laughs> thank you. Um, and I'm from South Carolina, 803. Shout out. Hey, 803. Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> Yes, sir. So um, I don't think it's wrong at all. First of all, I'm black. And no, because I feel <laughs> like sometimes there are white people who want to take advantage of the culture and absorb it, but they don't stand up when it counts, like when all of the injustices are going on. So yep. hell no, charge me an extra 10. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Mama. No problem, y'all. Enjoy y'all day. Thank all right. you, 800-585-1051. We'll take some more of your calls when we come back. We're talking about this concert in Detroit where they're charging white people $20. And people of color 10. Is that I foul? I don't see the problem. Is it fair? We'll talk about it more when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about a concert they're having in Detroit. Shout out to our Detroit family, WJLB. What up, Doe? Now, Yee, now explain what's going on with this concert. It's called the Afro Future Fest. It's taking place August 3rd. And for early bird tickets, it's, for, it's $10 for people of color, $20 for white people. Now, I'm not going to lie. It's foul. It's but not. It's, fair. It's, it's not it's foul. foul, but it's fair. It's fair all across the board. 
Why are we always sticking up for the privilege? There's a racial wage gap in America, man, and it, this is a way to give some economic relief to the people who need it. There's some poor white people out there. I don't know anything about them and their waste of good white skin, My okay? Goodness. All right, you go to these hip-hop contracts, you see mad white people in the crowd, and it's because a lot of times black and brown people just can't afford to be there. That's fact. So, so I, don't I think the their intentions were good with this whole situation. I don't think they were... I think they were just looking out for their people. Yeah, it was good intentions. Hello, who's this? How you doing? This is Richard. Hey, Richard, we're talking about charging white people 20 and people of color 10. What do you think? Well, you know, man, I don't really, it doesn't really matter to me either way. I'm just uh, wanting you to maybe change up the way you're talking about it. Because in the beginning, y'all said that this is affecting and for people of color, right? Correct. And when you say black people, you send the you send the, uh, the wrong message, man. And when people, maybe somebody just tuning in, or hell, maybe not, maybe they heard the whole thing, but some people feel a certain type of way when you just say black people. So maybe you could say- Oh, you boy, you, you, boy, you, you are some all-inclusive ass people. Like, so what? Nah, and, all right. Okay. <laughs> Well, listen, you know, this is what's going to happen. If this country ever gives us reparations, which it won't, they're going to say we're going to give reparations to all people of color. I bet you complain, be start complaining then saying, no, yeah, people no, of color ain't just all bl it's black people, not people of color. That doesn't make sense because all people of color weren't slaves in America. Well, that's what they're going to say. Well, thank you, Richard. And if you notice now, when you hear a lot of these politicians talk, they never like to say black people. They say people of color. Hello, who's this? Brandy. Hey, Brandy. Now, is it right to charge a white person $20 and a black person 10 Oh, sorry, man of color, a man of color 10 People of color, not People just a color. man. Okay. Well, it, it, like, like I was saying before, it depends, to me, in my opinion, it depends on what type of celebration is going on. For example, earlier in the show, the one lady, the victim of the Holocaust, she was comparing herself to, uh, comparing, comparing what happened to the detainee camps to what happened with her and all that. And that was, that, you know, that's good and everything. However, though, if they threw a concert for those people and said, hey, Jules, we're going to give you half off, they're not going to call them racist. So it depends on the situation. If it's for African culture, people, descendants of slavery, whatever you want to say. That's right. Why would, I mean, what is so wrong about that? It's not like it's being racist. But, but, but see, if, it, if, you, if you put it in context, then it's different. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's, it's almost like that black people just can't really have nothing exclusively for them. If we do, we just racist or something. But I don't think that it's a racist statement. It depends on the context behind the movement or the circumstances of the event. What you said is absolutely right. It's called Afro Future Fest. So yes, people with people, people that can grow Afro should get a discount. All right, when they have a mullet Future Fest, you know what I'm saying, or uh, uh, a buzz cut Future Fest, then then white people can get a discount. Well, they actually ended up changing everything. And they now have made their ticketing model $20 general admission and suggested donations for non-people of color. So that's how they're doing it now. Suggested well, and and so it's twenty dollars for everybody. I just think that us in America need to get off of that. They they just got to get off of just labeling when black people want something for themselves and for them community. Besides Black History Month, you know, it, it. I know that we're American, but we're not like other immigrants that came to America. You don't have to explain giving your fellow black Thank people you, a discount. I'm not explaining that to nobody. So what's the new rules, Yee? So the new rule is it's $20 for general admission, and then they have a suggested donation for white people. What's that I'm, mean? I'm with that. 
So that's what they changed it to. That's right. But they said the reason they did that, they were getting attacked and yeah. threats from white supremacists. I don't see nothing wrong with a tourist tax. You know what I'm saying? It's the Afro Future Fest. Afro Future Fest. You want to come here and you want to see these black acts? Throw a little something on top of it. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is I don't know why we always stick it up for the privilege. All right. There's a racial wage gap, you know, and this is a way to give some economic relief to the people who need it. Salute to the organizers of this concert for doing a great deed. All right. Well, you, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we are going to talk about Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Minaj. And she is speaking out about the wave that she created. And she also was talking about the lack of support that she gets from the media. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Little Nas X. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So Little Nas X, as we know, has come out. He's publicly come out as gay. And he talked to BBC Breakfast about what happened since then and what made him decide to do that. You've given hints. What, what do you think you've revealed? That I am gay. I mean, it's just something that, you know, I was considering just like never just doing it ever, just like taking to the grave or something. But it was like, I don't want to just live my entire life, especially, you know, how I just got to where I'm at, just like not doing what I want to do. So, and I'm also, I feel like opening doors for more people who- well, Yeah, it's important, you know, isn't it? Because you're, you are now a role model. Why are people still surprised that people are gay? Like, why is this news? It shouldn't have to be a press conference. Makes no sense. It shouldn't have to be a press conference every time somebody comes out and says they like, they like men. Yeah, I think man. in the world of hip hop, there's not a lot of rappers that have openly come out as gay. I thought he was a country singer. No, he's, he's still a, a rapper, rapper, but he did a country oh. song. And so I get it. And it also is nice because it sets a precedent for other people who might be struggling with wanting to come out as well. It's not an easy thing to do, clearly. So he's him. a rapper who did a country song? Mm hmm I think so. Yeah, he doesn't have like a yeah, whole I think so. country I, album. Sure. He is a rapper. Just like his sexuality, y'all aren't sure exactly what it, what it is he does. We are sure. He said he's gay. Okay, but we're not sure when it comes to the music. He's a rapper. He put out a country song. And so you can do different genres of music, even if you're considered a rapper. If you're a rapper and your first song is a country song, wouldn't that kind of technically make you a country artist? He's rapping on it. Oh, okay. So yeah. I don't even know where Nelly he's from. did a country song too, and he's still a rapper. Is he from yeah, but he was rapping first. Yeah, but he's rapping on the song, right? He's a musician, guys. He's a musician. There you go. <laughs> he's there a you musician, go. guys. There you go. He's a musician. There you go. All right. So in addition to that, um, he's been getting a lot of slander since he came out. Here's what he said. You expecting any backlash? Oh, I'm already getting it. Oh, yeah. How does that feel? <laughs> I mean, learning the internet over the past couple of years, you know, I used to be that person being negative. So it's like, I'm not angry or anything because it's like I understand, you know, how they just want that reaction. But I'm just going to joke back with him. So. He said I used to be that person? Mm-hmm. Being negative. Because I heard he was a, um, I heard he was an internet troll beforehand. I don't know how true this is, but I, I thought he was like a barb and used to do like fan pages and stuff like that. You saying the barbs are negative? That's what you saying, son? <laughs> no, I said I heard That's he was. Speak up if you feel. I, that I said way. I heard he used to do fan pages. You feel like the barbs are negative? You feel that way? Do you? Yes, I do. Very much so. But I don't care because I'm negative too, and I want. Well, to. he went on Twitter <laughs> and he said, "Next M-word to say something offensive to me, getting kissed." So that's how we're going to drop one of two bombs okay. for little Nas X. All right. That's the type of energy I'm talking about. I got back shots for your backlash. 
That's what you got? <laughs> That's what you got? Now, okay. since you're talking about the barbs, <laughs> Nicki Minaj has had to address the lack of support that she's gotten from other artists and from media. She said, 12 years ago, I dropped my first mixtape, wrote every single word on every single song. I was so proud of that. Eventually, the barbs are all wearing pink hair, Chinese bangs, and Barbie chains. Colorful wigs came all the way back in style. Everyone became Barbies and dolls. I always shouted out my influences in my interviews. Nowadays, it's become cool to pretend you weren't influenced by other artists. Shout out to the ones big enough to do it, Cash. Asian, Cuban, Sweetie, Meg, Malibu, Young M.A., Miss Banks, Lady Lachere, etc. No female rapper other than Trina did a song with me or congratulated me on my Billboard accomplishments. I didn't mind. I never felt they were obligated to do so. Just like Beyonce isn't obligated to congratulate or collaborate with Normandy, etc. I never had a crusade by radio stations, influencers, and blogs to make my song number one when Anaconda was number two on the Hot 100. That's because we didn't really like Anaconda. I never had a group of men in the studio writing my songs for me, so it took a while between albums. Please stop these write-ups about what I didn't do. Y'all are really sick, and I'm going to call y'all out one by one on Queen Radio. Now, they also, after that, was a video clip floating around where she is paying homage, and you can see that she does that because people were trying to say that she's never done that and uh, disputing that, and here's that audio. Who's your best MCs, Nick Fox and Kim? I might well have been the rappers actually that came before me because it's hard work. And, you know, you get critiqued so much. And, and so shout out to all of them. You know what I mean? Free Remy. Um, shout out to all of the girls. Thank you to Queen Latifah because, you know what, earlier we were rehearsing and she just gave me so much positive energy. And I think it's so important right now for positive energy among women because I'm doing this. I'm fighting for women. This is not for me. This is for all of us. I want to know, though, who is not giving Nicki their props? Like, like we have said a million times that this whole new era of female rappers is influenced and inspired by Nicki Minaj. Nicki resurrected the female rap genre. So who has never said that about her? Like, I don't understand. So she said, like I said, do your effing research. That was the post that she put up. We, like, like she resurrected this era of female rap. Like, who has never, ever given Nicki props? Well, she's saying that nobody congratulated her on her Billboard accomplishments. No female rapper other than Trina did a song with her. So that's coming from herself. I'm sure we've congratulated Nikki on being number one on Billboard before. You're not a female rapper. Oh, she's talking about other female rappers yeah, specifically. Yeah, she said no female oh, rapper. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought she was just talking about like <laughs> the like, general report. You? you said something about media and everything else. That's she did say I, something about media yeah. and she said she's going to choose them one by one and talk about it on the show or something like that. Right, and she's, she's going to call out those people that she says, um, please stop these write-ups about what I didn't do. Y'all are really sick. So I guess what she's trying to say is the media tries to put it out there like she doesn't do certain things, and she responded, all right? In the meantime, with Nicki Minaj, they want her to not do this Saudi Arabia show because of the controversy there. The Human Rights Foundation is publicly calling for performances to be canceled due to the violation of the rights of tens of millions of Saudis. And they said, Ms. Minaj, as you can see, you are scheduled to perform at a state-sponsored event in one of the most repressive regimes on earth, a country whose leader has also led a relentless campaign to silence women's rights activists. Many of the women who have advocated to lift the driving ban in Saudi Arabia are currently in jail and being subjected to torture that includes electric shocks, flogging, and rape. So they don't want her to go to perform in Saudi Arabia because of those things. We'll see what happens. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that down to? Listen, man, four after the hour, we back from vacation. We're going to talk about a grown man that likes to lick and finger things for fun. We'll talk about it. <laughs> That's how you start on a Monday, huh? I'm just letting you know how we start now. We set, we setting the tone for the week. All right. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang. Dunk it under Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day.
Donkey of the day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, Ed Sheeran, uh, donkey of the day for Monday, July 8th, goes to 36-year-old Lenise Martin III. Now, Lenise is from Louisiana, and he is a criminal copycat. Uh, see, that's the thing about certain crimes, especially certain crimes that are done to entertain social media. And this latest crime is a challenge I hope doesn't catch on. And it's you nasty-ass people, okay, walking into grocery stores, opening containers of ice cream, and licking the product. Now, this all started because a young woman in Lufkin, Texas, who I will not name because she's a minor, went viral. Uh, she opened up a container of Bluebell ice cream and licked it in a local Walmart and put it back in the freezer. Just, just disgusting. All right, now, before this young woman was identified as a juvenile, police said she could have faced up to 20 years in prison because they had planned on arresting her on a charge of second-degree felony tampering. But she's a juvenile, so now the case will be turned over to the Texas Juvenile Justice Department. Let me tell you something. I, I don't think this young lady should get 20 years, but she should absolutely be charged with something, all right? Any person who tampers with food in grocery stores, especially something as sacred as ice cream, should be charged with a felony. I don't even eat ice cream. Okay, I'm lactose intolerant. I, I eat some ice cream, and I'll be emptying my ass all damn day. All right, if I eat ice cream, I lose all control of my bowel movement, so a bowl of Bluebell isn't worth, you know, peeing out Hershey squirts for the rest of the day. Okay. But my kids eat ice cream, all right, and your kids eat ice cream, and kids, you know, that we don't know eat ice cream, and it's all these outbreaks from measles, the hepatitis. It's just too hard to stay healthy as it is. For you people to be out here doing things like this, okay? Well, I guess Lenise, a grown-ass 36-year-old man, is following the lead of a minor because he decided he wanted to go viral by doing what she did. Let's go to WAFB 9 CBS for the report, please. Here's a first look tonight at the mugshot for a man right here in our area accused of licking ice cream at the store then putting it back on the shelf. The Assumption Paris Sheriff's Office has identified him as Lenise Martin III. Here's the video, much like that other viral oh. video of a teen doing something uh. very similar. This one showing the man in Bell Rose allegedly taking a tub of Bluebell out of the store freezer and helping himself. He did, in fact, buy that ice cream, according to the sheriff's office, but now faces several charges, including tampering with property. Tonight, officials are sending out a strong warning about the real consequences for any other copycats. So if you're thinking about doing something similar, just don't. No one man should have all that corny. Okay, listen, authorities, in order for this to stop, you have to make an example out of somebody. And Lenise is the perfect guy. All right, he's 36 years old. All right? Four years to 40. His frontal cortex is fully developed. He's been on this earth for 13,142 days. Okay, 432 months. He's been alive for over 18 million minutes. I'm saying all that to say he knows better. All right, this man, Lenise, licked and fingered Bluebell ice cream and then put it back on the shelf. And licked and fingered is exactly what needs to happen to him in someone's prison. All right, this man, Lenise, has been charged with unlawful posting of criminal activity for notoriety and publicity and tampering with property. I never knew unlawful posting of criminal activity for notoriety and publicity was a charge, but man, I wanted to start being enforced, starting with this brother named Lenise. Now, I hate to see black men go to jail, but not when they make these kind of choices. There's certain crimes that I understand, certain poor choices I understand, because I understand the circumstances that causes black men to do certain crimes. If you're taking a penitentiary chance to make some money, I may not agree with it, but I understand it because I did it, and people got to eat. 
All right, now it's always something better you could be doing, but hey, sometimes we become we become products of our environments. All right, if you are in a supermarket and you're stealing food because your kids are starving, I understand that. Hell, if you broke and it's your kid's birthday party and you done spent your last on the cake, but you need ice cream to go with that cake, I would have a lot of empathy for a person in that situation if they got caught stealing ice cream out of the grocery store. But if you are a 36 year old grown ass boy and you are in a grocery store licking and fingering ice cream just to go viral. You need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And everybody in that prison needs to know why you are there. You should have to wear a T-shirt in prison that says, I lick and finger things for fun. All right? And let's see how that works out for you. Now, Envy, you said you didn't think the minor should be charged with a felony. No. What about this grown-ass man who likes to lick and finger things for fun? Grown-ass man, he's just dumb. He's old enough. But the, the young girl, no way. She shouldn't have a felony on her record. She shouldn't have that. People make stupid mistakes. You made dumb mistakes. You made dumb mistakes. I, no I made dumb mistakes. I would never think to do that. That's disgusting. You bro. sold crack. Yes, but I ain't never licked it and handed it to the crack. The crack <laughs> all right, that would be just disgusting. No, that would be disgusting. All right, oh, come on, goodness. this guy you know, sells crack, I, I, but I, I, I never licked a crack and sold it. I never have. You know what? I haven't. I can't. You know, now, 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 now we just need to make an example out of this man. All right, number one, it's corny for you to be trying to go viral at 36. Number two, it's a health risk and unsanitary. Number three, I want to see consequences and repercussions because I would not be out here sick or have my kids getting a virus because some grown man was trying to go viral. Please give Lenise Martin the third the sweet sounds in the Hamiltons, please. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day. Ooh, you are the donkey of the day. Yee-haw. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Disgusting world we live in. All right. Now, when we come back, we have two special guests joining us. Bashir and Diallo Riddle. I'm going to explain to the people who they are. Bashir and Diallo have a new show coming on Comedy Central called Southside. I've been uh, seeing the ads for it all week. Yes, they are two uh, writer, actors in Hollywood. Uh, Diallo has recently was on Marlon's show on NBC. Bashir's been on a whole bunch of stuff, and they're just uh, two funny individuals. Now, I know when you see them, they look like the type of people that would just argue with you relentlessly about weed prices. But they're great. Trust me. Okay. All right. We'll talk to them when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ MV, <laughs> Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're talking behind the scenes. We have Bashir and Diallo Riddle here. Yep, yep. We were talking behind the scenes. Bashir can't get his last name, too? I definitely can't get his last name. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to slide that. He's not even going to try. <laughs> uh, as you know, it's one of those American mysteries. It's uh, Salahuddin. What's that? What is that, African? It's Arabic. Arabic, Arabic. okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Bashir <laughs> and Diallo, tell them who y'all are. Uh, you know, we're actors, uh, writers, we're executive producers of the new show Southside on mm-hmm. Comedy Central. Uh, we, you know, we met in college, we've been friends for years. We uh, helped Jimmy uh, Fallon. Um, Don't be humble. Y'all were writers with, on Jimmy's show. We were writers on Jimmy's show. Yeah, we, got, yeah, we, we did uh, History of Rap and Slow Jam the News. Mm-hmm. President Obama. Yeah, Slow Jam with Obama. All the good sh- basically. All the, you know, we definitely were part of the DNA <laughs> of what... Uh, <laughs> The word today is humility, brothers. We're going to be humble. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. The theme I, is I, humble. I watched the show. I was humble. like, I think I'm going to be humble. That's my whole <laughs> <laughs> humble. That's going to be the shtick today, humility. Exactly. But Southside is Southside Chicago. Southside yes. Chicago, you know, and, and, and not to get too preachy about it, but that's, you know, I was born and raised there. 
I hate what I see in the news about my hometown. Yeah. I hate those slices of life. And, you know, I always tell people that what you see on the news about Chicago is a small piece mm-hmm. of very large pie. And our show is going to give you the rest of that pie. The people there are just happy and joyful and loving. We take care of each other. Those at the bottom, those at the top, all different strata, all different classes. It's a lot of love and a lot of joy. And, and it doesn't even do have to show. be the south side of right Chicago. Now. Like, you can be from, like, I'm from Zone 4 in Atlanta. Grew up, born and raised. Southwest like, you can be Swats. from, like... You know, Inglewood, Watts, Compton, like it doesn't matter. Really? Like, there's so many politicians ready to demagogue, like so many of these mm-hmm. neighborhoods. But at the end of the day, like, you know, if you grow up in these neighborhoods, you don't right. wake up in the morning like, how do I not get shot today? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, no, you like wake up, you you laugh, you love, you live, and that's what we wanted to show on and the show. And it's a rent to own everywhere. Yeah, man. One of my boys actually used to work <laughs> at Rena Center, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Dion and I wanted to do a show about one of our hometowns. We originally had done some stuff in Atlanta, that didn't work out. No, no, let's, let's, let's <laughs> we'll uh, save no, that for later. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna bring that up in a second. That's okay. We can right? bring it all up. Um, but you know, again, we were like, well, what matters to us is, is doing something with family and friends. You know, my wife is one of the stars of the show. My older brother is the star of the show. Everybody He's on, on the on show, everybody on the show is either from the South Side or is still living actively literally on the on the South. Side. Some of the actors were taking the CTA yeah. to set every day to yeah. work on the show. I see so. Rel is on there, wow. right? Yeah, man. He yeah, Rel, so Rel much love. originally from the West Side. And yeah, we actually get into that, too. We get into, yeah. like, the West Side, South Side yeah, rivalry yeah. a little bit. What a strange concept. I actually hire actors from the city. You know, oh, like, we cast almost all Chicago actors. Yeah. And, like, it, it's, you know, the one thing everybody says is, like, the acting on the show is amazing. Yeah. Right. And it just goes to show that, like, sometimes the funniest person you know isn't somebody who does it professionally for yeah. a living. It's like that person back home is like a mechanic. Yeah. You know, and like we we threw those people in. Like we were shooting a, a scene on the bus. That's right. And like we actually let the bus driver, the actual bus driver, get in a couple of lines and he yeah. was hilarious. And then we had yeah. to pull the camera from him because he, he wouldn't <laughs> yeah. stop. Yeah. He's like, this is stand up. Matter of fact, everybody in, in Chicago. Don't go too far. Literally, everybody we shot around was just like, yo, man, this is great. And, um, you know, when is it my time? When am I getting on? We were like, oh, okay. Yeah, See, I love the shy, right? I love the shy on mm-hmm. Showtime, but that's because I don't I'm, I don't know a lot about mm-hmm. Chicago. Mm-hmm. When you talk to people from Chicago, they're like, oh, well, they don't say Joe enough and they don't do this and they don't no, we do We definitely that. say Joe. Guys, we got three yeah. Joes per episode. What do you think about the shy? Love Lena. Love the show. I'm so happy that we're doing something different. I think it's very important for her to say what she's saying. Um, I think it's also super important for us to say what we're saying. One of the things Dial and I always joked about, and we had a lot of difficulties. You know, I always tell people failure is your friend because we had a lot of failures in our careers. And we have a lot of friends, apparently. And we have a lot of friends. Um, <laughs> we have a lot of, exactly. So blessed to be here today. But uh, <laughs> on the positive side, you know, so happy to be here. So blessed. Very humble. Shout out, shout out God. But as a Chicago native, I just think that when I'm home, I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. I'm with family and friends. So there's other places, I think, where you can see the things that the challenges that we have to face. I think for our show, one thing Dial and I always say is that black people have poignant lives already. So sometimes it's nice to come home and not have to watch poignant television. Mm-hmm. I think the best thing about what's happening right now in Hollywood is that everybody's getting to tell Absolutely. the story that they want to tell. Like, there are a lot of shows that are telling one side of it. Mm-hmm. I'll even take it a step further. When we were developing our show about my hometown, Atlanta. 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 Before there was the other Atlanta Before on there was FX. The other Atlanta. And by yeah, the way, I love Donald Glover. He, he's a friend of ours. Like, I love yeah. his version of Atlanta. He I stole your you- idea, Diallo. Come on. That, that, that's that what, that's what I want to get across. That's my point. <laughs> is that what happened? <laughs> is that how this show works? That's like, exactly how it works. Yo, we got beef with anybody. Hold on. Just and you come on the breakfast show, was and then you got nah. beef. Childish Gambino stole the show. Yeah, I just said that. Headline. Boom. Boom. Go. Actually, listen, I was, listen. Oh, okay. I'm actually making the opposite point. Yeah. The point is... <laughs> I'm actually making the opposite point. 
You would never hear a, a white exec. You'd never hear a white executive in one of these networks say, "Well, gosh, you know, there's already a show about white people trying to find love in Manhattan." Yeah, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Like when we were like, "Hey, we have a show about Atlanta," they were like, "Ah, oh, well, you know, there's already that Donald Glover show." Like they really do believe there could only be one black show about Atlanta. Right. And there can only be one black show about Chicago. No, like, the shy can exist, Southside can exist. All the stuff. All Atlanta the stuff. can exist, Insecure can exist, and I should be able to go into any of these networks and be like, I have a show about a black woman trying to find love in Los Angeles, and it, it is not going to look like Issa Rae's show. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we can have more than one show Absolutely. about a city. I had the pleasure of watching uh, the first episode of Atlanta, the mm -hmm. original, mm -hmm. that y'all did. Oh, brothers, oh brothers in Atlanta. Brothers yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. And it was starring uh, uh, Jaden Smith, right? Jaden Smith. Yep. Us, Maya Rudolph. August Alcina. August Alcina. Mm -hmm. Pop stop through, yeah. Yeah, Maya Rudolph. Wow. Why, why Why doesn't something like that get the green light? Technically, it did get the green light. They, yeah. HBO was like, we're going to order this to series. And then after and they And by the way, it, when they order you to series, yeah. like you get this article in Deadline, like mm. everybody in high school you tell is your like, grandmother, I'm so you, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> like, hey, we got a plaque ready for you. We got the plaque. Yeah. Let's get it made right Let's now. Let's go. <laughs> and then Chips at some forever. point, we got a call from, from the network, and they were like, hey, um... You know, we, we, we've, we've, we've made a decision to not go forward with the show. We had actually completed all of season one, so it's yeah. locked yeah. up in a box somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so that's 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 a lot one of, of my better That's memories. a lot of intellectual property. Do you own it, though? Do you own it, or do they own no, it? No, they, they own it. Because, you know, they pay you for it, and then, like, we're not going to show it, which is actually the worst case One scenario. of my secret hopes, actually, is that one day they would just put it online and show people, because yeah. you saw it. It's really funny. Really just bootlegging so in the black mall. Exactly. never seen in the black mall. My barber used to have a dude, we used to call him Blackbuster, because he used to come in there with all the <laughs> he was black and a buster too. So, 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 so the reason the black <laughs> so the reason they told you that is because of the the, the truth of the matter is I, I won't speculate on the specifics <laughs> because I don't know them. I'm not mm -hmm. in those closed door meetings, but I would say those closed door meetings full of older white guys. Yeah. When the decisions are made, we're not in those meetings. I in mean, defense of that network, that dude is now out of that job. That's true. So you know, <laughs> but yeah, it was, was it Richard Prepler? Uh, it was. Uh, it was. The, it was. Uh, well, we the, naming names. It was, yeah, Lombardo, we Prepler, it was the whole team that was yeah. there toward the end. They're, we they're not there. there anymore. I, yeah. you know, it's all good. But like out, out of out of that defeat, yeah. we had the opportunity to do two shows. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And like that, that means a lot to us. So you know, why do y'all like, call it defeat though? It, it seems like that's just the process. It was devastating. I mean, I you know, it's, I it's certainly... One, it's one thing if you shoot a pilot and they say we're not going to do Correct. the show. Yeah, that's, the that's whole one series. thing. Right. It's the Correct. fact that they said yes, and then they're like, we're taking that yes back. Like, like that, that, Yeah, all of it. Mm, yeah, that's embarrassing. They call your grandmother and be like, <laughs> hey, exactly. Nana, so... <laughs> the good part is they don't put out another press release and deadline that says we've decided not to move No, forward. they did. Oh, they no. did. Hold on, yeah, they did. Oh, 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 listen. Oh, oh, yeah. When they said yes, there was a big picture of, like, our... Our, I guess I got to say now. It was a big picture of Lauren Michaels because he was our producer. At the time. And then it was a, a smaller picture of us, but we're like, cool, cool. When the, <laughs> when the this is not going forward yeah. article, it was just a picture of us. <laughs> Still smiling. All right, we got more with Bashir and Diallo. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're back. We're kicking it with Bashir and Diallo Riddle. Yee. Now, let's talk about the whole theme for Southside because you yeah, guys yeah. work so from. Out of, One of my boys worked. I'm sorry, Angela. Oh, go ahead. Rent to own. So let's talk about that. Have you ever rented furniture in real life? Oh, by uh, way, you know there's no rent to own in New York. Yes, they do. No, do. They have, do they have yeah, rent they a center in New York? They yes. definitely do. Oh, no, yes. center. They just started sure a couple of years ago. But when what I was a kid, there was no rent a center. When I went to South, when I went to school in the South, they were everywhere. Yeah. No, they they yeah. have yeah. them in the it's, it's, For those of you who don't it's know this, <laughs> it's a business where you rims? can rent. Yes. How do you return those? Wait, 
rims? Yeah, you can rent rims <laughs> from Rudder Spot. Somebody's got to repo those rims, too, and they don't pay, don't they? I'm sure. Damn. Well, that's a big part of our show is the fact that they do replevins. Yeah. You know, like they, they, <laughs> if you don't pay that $18 on the they toaster this week, then they take it back. And it's, it's, it's a very dark practice because the interest rates that they charge mm-hmm. really make, like, we, we mm-hmm. make the case in the show that yeah. there's nothing more expensive than being poor. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, so, and by the way, that's sort of like, we can take on heavy topics and, like, you know, sort of expose certain facts on our show because we're a comedy. Yeah. What does Chicago need to turn Chicago around? I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to be in Chicago this Sunday doing a real estate mm-hmm. seminar trying to teach people about owning mm-hmm. because people are going to Chicago, buying up Chicago, Absolutely. pushing us out, yeah. and then changing the rent and then charging us way higher for rent. So yeah. I'm trying to teach people about, that too. about you know, yeah. real estate. So what, is, what does Chicago need to, to, to change it, to turn it around? You know, my opinion about that is that I, I wish I knew that answer. I don't know it. I'm, I'm endeavoring to find it out. You know, I think one of the things, his father was a community activist. My father was an imam. I think both of us are going to be, you know, very deep in the community. Uh, we want to absolutely have a presence there. I think it's important for us as we have fun and have joy with people that we also make sure we have an eye toward our responsibilities there to the people there. So yeah. that's something that's going to be increasing. What I've seen as I've begun, though, is it's a lot of hungry people. Mm-hmm. I think hungry people are going to find a way to eat. I also think that in terms of some of the violence that you see in Chicago, I think mm-hmm. there was some older structures in place, some some OGs who kind of kept things specific. I think a lot of that leadership has been wiped out or put in jail or made inert. I think there's so many other different factors, you know, and it's just the question is, for me at least, is like how do I even find the right questions to ask mm-hmm. to start making a difference? And there are great groups in Chicago, like the Interrupters, those guys who really just try to stop you know, violence from happening. There are pastors, there are community activists. There's so many people working hard. We don't ever see these people. They don't really make the news because when they're successful, you don't hear anything. <laughs> I just want to say, uh, you know, I know everybody heard what she had said, and he was like, that was so eloquent. And he was like, how does this from Chicago that's a comedian talk like this graduated from Harvard? Who said that about me? <laughs> you know who said that? Charlamagne said that. He's been calling me a all morning. Has been looking at you, and now he wants to project it on people the look audience. At you, who's this this, you know, teal shirt. That's what I'm saying. Dumbass, a little heavy. But he did graduate from Harvard. did graduate from Harvard, though. We met at Harvard. We met at Harvard. We were catching my mouth, not trying to curse in front of Mama. He just go crazy over there. Mama from Chicago. My mother's from the West Side of Chicago. God bless her. She's from the West Side. All I gotta say. So y'all met at Harvard. Yeah, amazing. We were an acapella group. Yeah, we were. It was called Brothers. Brothers. Can you see if you can figure out what race they were? <laughs> yes. It was like, it was like five brothers. It was like five percent of the brothers. Harvard population of exactly. black people, and we were all singing. I was doing the episode of Key and Peele. I did DJ. You was a DJ and the singing in the group. Well, yeah, I was a DJ. I, I lost. I lost my job at the uh, Harvard Law Library because I fell asleep <laughs> one day and. Uh, <laughs> I, I still gotta make some money somewhere. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> can I say what? I, I, I felt. I was like, I'm bringing down the rates. Like, I finally got a job. God yeah. damn! And I fell asleep at Harvard too, by the way. You know, exactly. At some point, they saw me sleeping, and they were like, "See, That's we gave him a chance. Gave him a chance. <laughs> Lazy ass." <laughs> Um, this is what happens. He, he's no Obama. Let me <laughs> so I yeah. DJ to like make my like you know living back yeah. then. You know, mm-hmm. so like I would get like three hundred dollars a gig, which is like huge amount of money when you're in college. And uh, I also did Harvard Radio, and I was listening to. Yeah, I, we, I would bring this dude on, just and I would just make up stuff like because nobody was listening. I had like the two to six yeah. slot. Two a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was only prisoners. Like, from yeah, like, it was only Bill and Rick of prison. Yeah. That was the only place place that it was, was listening to us. So I'd be like, shout out to Eric Block. Yeah. And then I'd bring him on. I'd be like, oh, so we got a new uh, dance hall artist. This is Blue Nile uh, Crocodile Ranks. Wagwan. 
<laughs> and we did that all day. And then we leave, and then that was the beginning of our comedy. Yeah, you know, Jamaican kids would be like, I'm going to beat your ass. We don't sound like that. <laughs> hey, like, man, who's that, who's like that man that. with the fake patois? <laughs> <laughs> they got jokes, huh? Like, what what years was this? <laughs> Graduated in 98. Did you develop a strong love for white women at Harvard? Either one of y'all? <laughs> I didn't date one white woman at Harvard. Y'all's girlfriend was Ethiopian. Yeah. Hey! Yeah, number jokes. She did not like any of those jokes. <laughs> I did make a lot of Ethiopian. Terrible but jokes. I, but really? I, I still love that culture. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Don't my, try to clean it up now. <laughs> <laughs> but I still love We got culture. enemies, yo. We got enemies. <laughs> we got, I got Jamaican enemies. He got exactly. Ethiopian enemies. Oh, I don't have any enemies. Well, give us an so example of one of here, your jokes. We have people, Donald Glover. <laughs> yeah. 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 Country of Ethiopia. Like, you said NBC for canceling Marlon. I heard you. Give us an example of one of your Ethiopian jokes. We want to hear one of your Ethiopian jokes. I'm not telling you. Yeah. <laughs> not in this climate. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm gonna pay for that too. <laughs> but you know, Actually, I, I really love. I, I truly do love the Ethiopian culture. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm serious. laughs> Some of your best friends. Some of your best friends are Ethiopian. Some of my best friends are Ethiopian. My wife's best friend is Ethiopian. Shout out to PT. Shout out to PT. Your old girlfriend gonna pop up if he was so verbally abusive with his Ethiopian jokes. She's gonna unblock me on Facebook. I just want to find out what you've been up to. I mean, we didn't really study in college. This is what we did. We just tried to make all we did. Try to make the lunch table laugh. When you come from a big family, you got to be loud, to be heard, to get fed. We were hanging out. We were hanging out with our friends from Harvard last night, and I, I was looking at this table full of, like, you know, still relatively young black men. They're all well-suited. They're I was like, y'all are so rich. Yeah, y'all are so rich. Like they all went into finance. I'm like, yeah. why, why in the world do we go into into storytelling for a living? Yeah, a lot, like, of, a lot of a lot of Wall Street hedge fund type guys yeah. who just have just just caking in. God bless them. Well, listen, y'all Emmy nominated. Yeah, that's you know right. what I mean. Yeah. Wrote for yeah. Fallon. That's right. right. Come that's on right. now. That's, that's I know right. y'all in here being humble, Stop. but that's enough. That's come on. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't clap. He was like, all right. She over here on her phone. She's like, what's up, Instagram? What you doing right now? Nothing. Nothing. You guys could always raise money and get investors, too. You know, you don't be that guy. Yeah, you don't By the way, we already did that. We wrote for Fallon. We made a short film. With Black Thought, actually. I told him about it last night. It was called All Access because New York still has a thriving public access TV network. And Dallas Brother used to run it. And so we made a short film about it. Some of the best content Shout out Black Thought. Shout out Roots. And when is this outside? Come on, for everybody out there. July 24th. Yeah. 10:30 Comedy Central. That's I gotta true. tell you, I didn't. I thought the show was called The Breakfast Club. I thought y'all was kidding about that breakfast party. It's early as hell right now. And there's no food. <laughs> no, no, no. We got I'm you so warm, though. Thank you very. I'm so impressed with the people who just you know so much energy and I love like, I love seeing all these black people up at this. Everybody's hour. so excited <laughs> in the morning. Oh, you thought we taped these later on in the day? I think it was like an afternoon show. <laughs> and then late. hell, no. Well, Charlemagne is late. You know, the show's supposed to start at six. <laughs> He's late every day. Every day he comes in at six oh two. Like the show's supposed to start at six oh two now. I keep trying to tell you, my contract says six oh five. Y'all keep. Keep thinking it's a joke for whatever reason, but okay. Well, Bashir and Diallo, we appreciate Thank you, you for having us. So Thank fun. you so much. Seriously. Well, it's for the Breakfast us, Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Now we behind the scenes. You know, I did something stupid uh, oh, two weeks ago, right? And and you know, you ever do something you just want to take it back? So mm -hmm. I seen little John in the airport, right? And instead of saying, What's up, little John? I go, Yeah! <laughs> Right? And he turns and goes, hey, Envy, how you doing? And I felt so <laughs> stupid. But it was little John. And I just went, yeah, yeah. I, I was waiting for, okay. You should know better. What if somebody came up to you and said, it's moving? 
Nobody would ever do that. <laughs> that, that, that phrase was never that famous. <laughs> but they always, they the always come to me and be like, like they always come up to me and be like, it's you know DJ NV Angela. Yeah, just, yeah, what's up? But if you, saw, so if you saw the Dave Chappelle sketch, you would know he don't talk like that. Either. I know, but I just seen him. It's little like, John. He's a legend. What if he was like, hello, NV? Uh, how are you feeling today? And why are you talking like that? He's I was a like, whole legend. I was like, yeah. Oh, anyway, let's He's get to the rumors. He's a whole legend. And, I, and, and you shame on our producer, Taylor, for asking where is little John from this morning. <laughs> she didn't that's know. a whole other conversation. <laughs> let's get to the rumors. little John. Let's talk ASAP Rocky. It's time, time, time. Yeah. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So ASAP Rocky was arrested in Sweden, and that was for suspicion of assault. There was a video that showed him throwing a man through the air, and it was taken in central Stockholm on Sunday evening, and apparently they're saying that he grabbed the man. But what happened to make him do that? Well, they put out their own video where you can see the man is following him around as a couple of guys, and they're harassing him, basically. So... He had posted, so a few drug addicts are not my fans. We don't know these guys, and we didn't want trouble. They followed us for four blocks, and they were slapping girls' butts who passed. Give me a break. And here is what was going down on some of the footage that ASAP Rocky posted. Go ahead, go somewhere. Go, go that way. What? Just go that way. Go that way. He's following us. Go that way. Fight with No, bro. Let's nobody go, wants to fight with him, bro. Sure. Go that you don't want to fight y'all. We're not trying to go to jail. My head's one. My head's one. You hit him with it. I want my headphones. You hit him with it. You got to explain it. So that he threw the, one of the men threw the headphones at his security and hit the security and the security smashed his headphones onto the ground. Mm -hmm. But they were following him for a long time. And yes. he kept telling them he didn't want to be followed. I don't want to fight you. Leave me alone. I'm not trying to go to jail. And Correct. they continued to fight him for an extended period of time. So now ASAP Rocky is in jail and ASAP Ferg uh, actually said they're trying to keep him there for two weeks. He said he's in Sweden, locked up in solitary confinement with no visit or phone call privileges. Who do we call? How can we help? Listen, man, uh, ASAP Rocky, people, you know, holler at me. I got somebody that can help with that situation. Something like that happened to my guy Alex earlier this year. He got into a fight in Sweden. I think he spent a month or two in jail, but I could be exaggerating. I'm bad with time, but uh, but get but get at me. I think I can help you with that situation. I know somebody who can help you with that situation. He said if he's convicted, he'll be looking at six years for defending himself in a fight. But that video footage really shows how he was not yeah, wanting... Yeah, he was trying to avoid the situation. Yes, they were harassing him. They should be in jail. Where's Kim K? Can Kim K help? Why I don't, why oh I don't know any of ASAP Rocky's people? I feel like... Say, oh, my gosh. You know some ASAP people? Uh, Ferg? Yeah, I know. I mean, of course I know. Brian Leach. That's, like, that's good enough right there. Brian yeah, Leach. Ferg, Ferg, get at me. Who's Brian Leach? You don't know Brian Leach? He's the oh, person that signed him to the label. To the label. Polo Grounds. Okay. Ace oh. uh, Ferg, get at me, bro. All right. J. Cole has announced that he is expecting a baby. He's going to have a second nice. child with his beautiful wife, Melissa. Congrats. And in his new song, Sacrifices, he talks about it. Hugging a black, hugging a black all day. I had nowhere to go. She gave me a place to stay. She gave me a heart to hold. I still got this to this day. She riding with me on the road. She riding with me in the A. Hugging a black, hugging a black, okay. She gave me the gift for my son. And plus we got one on the way. She gave me a family to love, but that I can never repay. I'm crying while writing these words. The tears they feel good on my face. Oh, that is so cute. Congrats to Well, congratulations to mm -hmm. that. Congratulations, yeah. Melissa. I love when people break news through their art. Like, I'm glad he didn't, you know, somebody didn't see her out and be like, oh, she's pregnant. I like the fact that he got to make that announcement through his art. Mm -hmm. All right, now, Lala, in the meantime, is supposedly exploring legal options 
options to oh. split from Carmelo Anthony. Lucky that Lala, actually came right. directly from Lala. Hmm? Her rep spoke with people and confirmed that they are living apart <laughs> as well. As Lala and Carmelo have been living apart for quite some time, Lala is proceeding with legal discussions as the next steps in their relationship. They will remain loving and committed parents to their son. She was also at Essence Festival. And while she was hosting a party, she got on the mic. All my ladies who didn't give a I really don't though. This next song is going out to all my independent ladies who don't need a You know what song that was? City Girls. Act, Act up. up. Looks like Lala's gonna be having a hot girl summer. What is a hot girl summer exactly? <laughs> it's whatever you want it to be. It's just being a strong woman, doing what you want to do. That could mean you're in a relationship mm -hmm. and doing what you want to do with that. It could mean that you decide to go out and have a good time, have hookups, or it could anything you want it to be, that's what a hot girl Either summer is. Either way, you need a man to do all those things. Correct. No, you could be single and have a hot girl summer and be out with your girls. It's just anything that's fun for you. Whatever so it's it is. about fun. Yeah, it's about being independent, being fun, making decisions that you want to make, well, not you, based on what anybody thinks about you. You want a hot girl summer? No, I'm just asking. Uh -huh. I want to know the definition. Yeah, it could be. It depends on who you are. What, whoever you are, that is what it is to you. Okay. So, just being a strong, independent woman. You could be independent and in a relationship, too. All right, YG, mm -hmm. his SUV was involved in a police shootout. <laughs> what? You can be an independent woman and still be in a relationship. You don't think mm -hmm. so? You, don't, you consider Gia independent, right? Uh, how you, well, what's independent? Independent means on your own, but she's not on her own. She's got no. It means that you can you're, handle your responsibilities. You're married. It's a union. Yeah, it's a union. It's not yeah. independent. But no. you're independent people. Well, if you ask me, could I be an independent man? No, I'm nothing without my wife. Hmm. All right. So YG's SUV <laughs> was involved in a police shootout in LA. And he wants to make sure everybody knows that he had nothing to do with it. He said, I was nowhere near the scene of this incident and had been in a recording studio all day in Hollywood. I was there until after midnight on the 4th of July and didn't learn of these events until after they happened. There's a bulletproof truck, too. Yes. They said police were shooting at the, at the doors. It was ping, ping. It was bouncing right off. So one person was detained, at least, and another suspect is outstanding, according to uh, attorneys. All right, Cardi B, she wants her wig back, by the way. Did she really want that wig back? She threw it. That's mine. She said, I got carried away. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can I want that back. The wigs are expensive, aren't they? Yeah, they are very expensive. So, and the person who has the wig has already posted it, and I guess uh, people have pieces of the wig that they're selling. Wow, she ain't jumping. She ain't jumping and just get that wig. I love Cardi B too, but you got to be a hell of a fan to buy a piece of a Cardi B wig. <laughs> All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. The People's Choice mixes up next. Get your request in. Let me know what you want to hear at DJ Envy. Shout to Revolt. Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm surprised Revolt here. Why? Because we took a week off last week. I'm surprised Revolt didn't take two. Oh, don't tell him that. When's y'all next week off, Steve? Next week. Tomorrow. <laughs> he said tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. <laughs> People's Choice mixes up next, y'all. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Again, uh, shout out to everybody i seen out in Jamaica. i seen so many different people in Jamaica. I, was, I took the family out there. We stayed at the Moon Palace. We had such an amazing time. And then I went out to New Orleans. So shout out to everybody also in New Orleans. I have... So much fun when I go to, to, New, to New Orleans. Yeah, it actually was a really fun trip. A lot of great events. Essence Festival is really amazing. It was their 25th anniversary this mm -hmm. year of that Essence Festival. So uh, Michelle Obama sat down and talked with Gil King. That yep. was one of the highlights mm -hmm. for a lot of people uh, of that trip. But everyone was out there. It was really, I love Essence Festival. Concerts I think I've been every year for like the past six years. Yeah, I had a really good time. They said ever since Girls Trip the Movie, they said it's even even more packed and, and even better. So we had a great time. We did some stuff for Revolt. AT&T out there. 
Uh, we did some stuff for Pepsi out there. We just, I just had a good time out there. Yeah, so I came straight from Bermuda. You came straight from Jamaica. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I stayed in Anguilla. I didn't get back till yesterday. Salute to everybody on the beautiful island of Anguilla. That's my favorite place on the planet. I was there for the past 10 days, man. I love that place so much because it's, it's, it's like 86% black people. And, you know, everything is black-owned mostly, and the land is either... If it's not black-owned, the land is owned by black people. So when you're there, you're just really supporting your own. So salute to all my people in Anguilla. They treat treat me like I'm from there. Well, New Orleans this weekend is about 98% black people. (laughs) Definitely. There were some people, I guess, who probably just went there for Fourth of July, like some white people that looked like they had no idea. They knew what was going on. (laughs) What was happening. Where am I um... at? (laughs) Great time. All right. Well, when we come back, positive note, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a shout-out to Bashir and Diallo Riddle for joining us. That's right. Make sure you watch Southside on July 24th. Bashir and Diallo are two uh, very interesting individuals, man. Yeah, it was. Uh, they're pretty funny. And the show, they actually sent us a couple of screeners for the first couple of episodes. It's really funny. Okay. So I know everyone's going to enjoy it. And I've been seeing the previews playing all over the past week. All right. Well, leave us on a positive note. Listen, the positive note is simply this, man. I want to tell people out there to live less out of habit and more out of intent. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done?